another Kislod Vanjas. You're listening to Campus Cast from Tall Community. Lord Vanjas. Gas. This podcast is Kevis approved. The masters have spoken. I am the chosen one. and thanks for tuning in to the initial inaugural first time ever super awesome fancy exciting coolest thing there is around Kefis cast from Tor community um a bunch of us decided that we really wanted to you know start up a podcast for Tor community since we've been doing so much about for like the website lately and this is our podcast we're going to be doing two one's going to be more pvp minded and one is going to be more PvE-minded, and in honor of the great PvE overlord, we have named it in his name. And it shall be Kefis Cast, and it is amazing. And I am May, and joining me are some of the wonderful other people that work on Tor Community. And the first one is Kem. Hi, Kem. <laughs> hey, May. How are you? Oh, good. We were just having fun taking bets of who's walking around in the background today. Yes, seriously. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself for everybody that maybe doesn't know you or hasn't seen you around and what you do on Tour Community? I'm Kim. Kim Elias, um, my tune on the game. Uh, I usually take care of all the galleries, so all the pictures and stuff you see, um, that's usually my doing. A lot of decorations, pets, I'm working on the armor right now. Lots of good stuff. Weapons are looking wonderful. So I'm pretty much the screenshot go-to person. <laughs> yeah, you do a lot of stuff. You're always really, really busy. Um, another host that's joining us this week is our fearless leader of the Tor community, Hayward. Don't call me that, but uh, anyway, yeah, my name's uh, Hayward. I, uh started this way back in the day and then it just ballooned over time expanded and it's really become an awesome place for everything and really glad you guys all are working with me on, on that stuff so it's glad to be here i've learned a lot <laughs> <laughs> even though i'm still an idiot i've learned a lot come <laughs> <laughs> out shines me all the time uh <laughs> And our last host this week joining us is someone that you, most of you probably all know and who I, who I love dearly, and that is Zam Zam. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm awake, so that's all that matters. Really <laughs> Aussie time. Aussie time, Aussie ping, right? What time is it over there for you right now? It's 8 a.m. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> bed. Kim has kids that yeah. she wakes up, but I know that Hayward and I are both like sleep in people. Yeah. I don't like the sun. The morning sun. Well, mine are getting All right. now, so I can kind of squeeze a little extra in there. <laughs> did you say you go back to bed after they after you like put them on the bus or something? Yeah, I did, but it's summertime now, so they don't have school. They just finished up. Curses. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're gonna have the we've we're kind of 
the show's like um, an ever-changing thing. We'll have different hosts on every week with different things so that it's always new and fresh and you always everybody's always getting the most up-to-datest information. And yeah, so you can find us on Tor Community at torcommunity.com. Eventually there will be an iTunes after we get the first one up and then we'll kind of let you guys all know the iTunes so you can subscribe to that. You can find us on Twitter at Tor Community, so definitely follow there. You should also make sure to like us on the Old Republic community on Facebook. We post tons of updates on there. And if you have any questions, comments, complaints, concerns, suggestions, or you just are bored and have no one to talk to, you should email Hayward at TorCommunity.com. And I'm just throwing him under the bus there, so he can do all of you. So, moving on to the show proper. Okay, so what did everybody do in Star Wars this week? Let's start there. Hayward, what did you do in Star Wars this week? Lots of stuff. I was getting my ranked on uh, Jedi Covenant. That's my my home server. We've uh, we've seen a lot of ranked activity in the last uh, couple weeks here. It's uh, someone posted a, a few metrics, and it's actually even more popular than like Pot Five right now and Bastion, which is surprising because it's a PVE server. But I guess that says a lot about the state of the game when the PVE servers are having more ranked pops than, than the PVP ones. But so I did that a bit, and then you know the usual GSF. Working on some alts. I made a new new tank. I called it Wonderwall. I name all my tunes after music, so I figured that would be a fitting name for a tank to be the the Wonderwall. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's my week so far. Ah, uh, is Harb Harbinger's a PVE or a PVP server, Sam? It's PVE. Yeah. Oh, so it, yeah, it is weird that both the two PVE servers have the highest ranked. Yeah, Har I think Harbinger's the most popular of all the servers right now in terms mm -hmm. of. Uh, it is. I think it was like Harbinger, yeah. then I think Jedi Covenant's like number three, but. What did you do this week in Star Wars, Zam? Oh, what did I do? I did a bit of PvP, but overall I've gone into credit making mode for I want a Yavin stronghold, so I've been doing that. Running around Yavin, gathering slicing. <laughs> Is that <laughs> how you're doing it? Music. Yeah, and I'm selling stuff on GTN. Doing dailies of guildies, so lots of different things. Yeah, because that stronghold's expensive. We'll talk about it later, but yeah, I wasn't expecting for it to be as expensive as they released out. They said. Yeah. And Kem, how was your week on Swotor? Oh, great. Well, I'm on the JC also, but I'm on the evil side, opposite Hayward Dare. So, but uh. The group I'm in now, we're mainly a social guild, but we're six for ten now, so we're pretty excited about that. Our guild's seven for ten, so um, now that they got everything kind of fixed, we're kind of cracking down on some more content. <laughs> yeah. Was the torque, did the torque thing hold you guys back, or did you already killed it before? No, we had enough, so we actually killed torque for the first time last night, so we were very excited about that. Like, we already had Underlurker and all that done, but because torque was broke, we just didn't even attempt it. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, just stopped doing Ravagers because Torque was too too bugged to actually do. But I don't know. Um, as far as myself, what did I do on Star Wars this week? I, Monolith. I kind of feel like Monolith has become my life as far as Sotor is concerned. I have to, I run it like three times a week on different characters because everybody wants those two or four main hands. And the drop is so random that... It never drops the right thing that you want, so you always have to do it a billion times. 
haven't had a chance to get back in there since they didn't they just buff the damage for the the rift last patch or is it still the same i think they just made it so that you can't cheese it anymore you could do it you could they had fixed it the initial time where you didn't have to have you could have three healers and you could run one tank and then just like four dps Mm -hmm. but they fixed it so you actually have to have the two tanks and you have to actually have to do the mechanics but Every time, it's like a lot to heal. I don't think that, I mean, I do like 4.5k on a kill for it, and I feel like the other healer's doing the same, and I, that's, I don't know if that's a lot. That's like kind of like my standard, but if I'm doing that much, it means that everyone else has to do that much, so I wonder if all the healers are able to heal it. I don't know. We shall see. If you can't, that's a good thing. We should ask if people, you know, is anyone else having problems with Monolith? Or is it worth it? They they recently said that it was like the content, the PVE content that PVEers had been asking for. So, is it even being done? Interesting to find out. All right. So, Swotor news for the week. There was some kind of confusion about the Voss Shrine sculpture. Um, it was incorrectly listed as coming from an achievement currently in the game, but you can find it at the Voss Reputation Vendor. So just another decoration that didn't get put in the right place. Why does that happen all the time? Uh, well, okay. I am minor. I didn't get introduced. I didn't know that you were producing. The producer <laughs> He's lurking get in the introduced. shadows. Your name just gets put at the end of it. Uh, what the heck? All right, so... Yes, it, this is minor, and I'm I'm listening along, and I'm running the show behind the scenes right now. Uh, this happens because it's complicated, yo. Okay. <laughs> so spelling, no, okay. <laughs> Second well. Did they sell it for one credit though? I know I just sometimes I don't pay attention to like the random things that happen, and I I don't go buy fifty of them, but. I don't think they're doing this one for one credit. I think they said something about them just adding it as a yeah, like was in game, and now they're adding it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah. Two universal prefabs is what it costs. So there you go. Yeah, um, it's, it's tough sometimes. You know, sometimes you just you're making a list of items and you just forget to double check it or you leave one off and you're like, oops, my bad. So. Can't play Bioware. Some nice unit tests would probably be uh, a welcome uh, addition to their system. What does that mean? Uh, when when you write a, a section of code, what you do is you write a, a section of code that tests it, and that makes sure that you know the data that's flowing through it is right. So all you gotta do is write a test to make sure that you know oh if something's out of range, generate a log file here, and then have somebody look at it. That, that's too hard, apparently. No, I yeah, mean, Mace got the blank look like I do. <laughs> it's like you remember how Did you, see, you saw the glaze over half the time. <laughs> you remember how they had all their achievements <laughs> that you uh, they were in game, but they didn't last past logging out, in and out. Mm-hmm. That was because they didn't they forgot to set a unique value on every single achievement. And I wrote a section of code to to find all of them in no, no time flat, and. China for president 2015. The 2016, and my vice president will be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Another, what else is news this week? Um, Musco posted a 
he passed along a fairly elaborate explanation about the credit spam that's been happening and what the developers and the security team are doing to kind of combat the gold selling that's happening. Because has anyone else gotten whispers in the past couple weeks as far as gold sellers are concerned? I got a few. Uh, the big one I've been seeing is uh, the emote spam or like the like the, they'll name their their tune like after their their credit selling website and then they'll just they'll just spam emotes on the fleet to everybody for you know for hours on end. It's uh, they're getting quite creative with the the ways mm -hmm. to to get the message out. Cut off one head and two more shall take its place. It's like a hydra. You just can't. You gotta kill. You gotta yeah. stab in the heart. <laughs> so, uh, Musu gave he gave a good explanation too at the last uh, guild summit. I don't know if you guys saw the notes for that, but he he kind of you know just what Maya was saying about the head with the you know regrowing. You can't you can't just immediately deal with one or two credit spammers or you know people that are botting. Um, because then they immediately are tipped off that that what they were doing was was detectable. So what Bioware is doing is they're trying to do it in big groups. They're trying to you know kill a hundred of them at one time, so they don't know which particular method was the one they caught. So you, they're trying to be one step ahead of the of the spammers. So the best thing you can do is report. That's what Musk was saying. Is just they actually do have automated things in place for reporting, and they do actually look at report spam and. A lot of people kind of take it for granted that you know someone's going to report them, but got to do it. Got to got to report. So. Yeah, it's easy. Just right-click the name, right? Mm -hmm. We had one selling packs on the fleet. Yeah, did you, I yeah, see I the yeah. the most popular one I've seen lately is uh, the guy says selling fire hauler, and then at the very end he just throws on like MMO cat or some other name of a spammer thing. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's like you're trying to like pretend that you're selling something and all of a sudden throw on this random credit site. So, I don't know. They're do we think it. that the crackdown at all has anything to do with Nick Avola and kind of his, the fact that he came from like the CIA or whatever and is now working for Swotor? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I just think they are realizing that like this has become a huge issue, so they need to address it. Yeah. Normally, though, you, I mean, if you see a lot of spam in the game, usually that's a sign that there's, you know, it's a healthy game there's a lot of people that are going to read it like they wouldn't be spamming if there was no one to listen to it and so you know i guess you gotta look at the the good side of things with the maybe that's indicative that there are people playing the game still so i think it is for sure mm. right, anyway it's a good thing well it's not a good thing but i get what you're saying that it's a good indication mm. of things but yeah report all the credit and don't buy gold yeah mm. They are dealing with it. Moscow made a post that is saying like they're aware of it. There's something in the works. They can't go into details yet because it'll tip them off, you know. Mm. So <laughs> the communication over it is nice. Mm -hmm. They've been really good with communication lately, especially with um, like the interview with the Bad Feeling podcast, with a few other uh, in-game events and the summit. Yeah. A lot of things. They're they're really making an effort to to get more in touch post. Right. Uh, yeah. The social media has been better too, on like Twitter and Facebook. Oh my gosh, and Facebook! Instagram. I've been getting notifications Crazy. like literally every day with new images from the game, which is yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind that. It's kind of cool. That's how it should be. Um, another dev post this week is from Tate, and it is about the mobile security key. And there's been a lot of problems with the security key late for like a while now. Um, they 
new security keys, if you have like the little thing to on your phone, it was unavailable to make new ones. And some people were having problems with the one that they already had. And I know that there's been a lot of server character transfer issues lately. So are all these things tied together or is it just everything's happening at once? I'd say mine would probably be the best one to be able to answer that, I guess, if there's any correlation. Uh, their supply of space hamsters ran out. No, I always think there's like <laughs> a giant like overreaching conspiracy to everything. So if it's like not, you should just tell me. I, need, I think they should give the Harbinger hamster a raise. That guy is overworked. You know, his populations, he's got to really churn it out. Bashing well, yeah. hamsters, a lazy son of a... <laughs> so. Well, they started, they switched over to those new turbocharged uh, hamsters. Uh, and they're just not as good as the old Corellian models. There you go. Um, all right, you heard but, it here first. <laughs> yeah. So they're working on, if you tried to get a security key and you couldn't, that's why they're working on it. Um, I think that's it as far as that's concerned. And the last bit of news is we're going to talk about the PTS in a little bit, but Eric posted today that they are doing a kind of, they are sponsoring it is PVP on the PTS. And so it's let's play some war zones. Um, they really want to get everything tested for 3.3. So there's all the different healing changes and then the AOE changes and with the first full weekend behind us, they're going to kick up the participation of PTS War Zones. So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday afternoons, they're, they're trying to encourage everybody to get on the PTS and play. And there will be multiple members of the dev and community team will be playing incognito. So you can't, won't be, just be able to like find a character named Eric Musco and kill him. Um, you will receive, anyone who plays 10 War Zones during those three playtest tier periods will receive a Cartel Coin grant, and oh, yes. <laughs> at the end of the three time, points. <laughs> they may even point out players who have stood out in helping us test. So, play as much as you can during that time. That's mm -hmm. exciting. Uh, and make sure you don't AFK, because they, they said that you won't get the coins if you just, like, you know, join the War Zone to stand there. Zam, are you going to go on PTS and play? Oh, for sure. I may. I actually made a thread on the PTS forums last week asking Musco and the devs to do something like this. So I was when I actually someone tweeted me early in the morning to say that they had done it. So I was like, oh yeah, I was really excited. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so I will definitely be there. <laughs> yeah, I love it when they do these these PTS event testing events because it, it almost feels like mm. cross server because like you got all these people from different servers coming in. You got the Euros, mm. the the Americans, you know, all these other. Not even the non-English speakers, you know, you get them all in one place and mm. start playing some war zones and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Good stuff. I went I with Dave the other day and when he did that one PTS one, we had a lot of fun during that. Mm, definitely. Mm. I remember uh, when they first came up with the hutball stand, I had a, a lot of fun playing. Uh, you stand on the edge of the, in the stronghold and you, pat, you play hot potato with the, the hutball and then it blows up and knocks someone off the ledge. And, Got Snape fault a couple times there. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I can actually... I, I wish that they would do it on weekends a little bit more than, like, weeks. But I guess that that way then they can be at work and I'll play. Um, but I work, so I can't play on Thursday and Friday. That's all right. I'll just, I'm gonna, I I'm get killed a lot. Everyone always tunnels me. So maybe I'll change my name to, like, not Maelstrom or something. <laughs> <laughs> that always works. Okay. Um, so kind of the big thing that we're going to talk about today 
is 3.3. And the devs started off the whole 3.3 hype by doing a dev string, dev stream on the Tegruta and Yavin stronghold. And there is actually a summary on Tor Community that you should check out if you kind of didn't get to see that. And they showed it. Um, I know that, Kem, you're really into strongholds. <laughs> what did you think about the new Yavin stronghold? Oh, I loved it. Like, I can't wait to get it. It's the lighting. It's nice, bright atmosphere. You have an entire temple you can decorate from clear the bottom to clear the top. Two stories inside. It was really good. And, of course, there's that rumor that they were talking about of a possible room behind the waterfall or something like that. Yeah, they were dropping hints. I pr I'm pretty sure there is, and they're just, <laughs> they were trying to kind of be sly about it. I don't know. How cool is it, too, that you can go all the way to the top of that, that big Yavin temple with the little grapple or jet boost up? Ancient yeah, stone tile. Cool. Looks yeah. awesome. Mm. Top notch. But there's a lot yeah, of like decorations, too. There is. Mm. And Minor, if you want to show those. Will do. Power just spiked again. <laughs> I'll just go through the list here, but a lot of them go with the new strongholds, so they're really neat. And what's nice is they're all just fender bots, so you don't have to use any comms or anything to get them. Um, there was a hanging vines, which looked really nice on the temple they showed in the stream. Um, it actually goes on your ceiling. It's a thousand credits. There's hanging moss, which is a wall hanging on the side. It's 500 credits. Um, there's some plants. Um, there's two sets of ruins. There's a corner ruin, and then there's a rubble-type ruin, and they're each only 2,500. So everything is really cheap, and it's tons of Yavin-themed decorations to put up. Always happy when they add more decoration sets. I'm still trying to get that one achievement. It's like 100,000 uh, score or whatever for your, your strongholds, and I just, I'm just running out of decorations in the game to get to that. Like, I just... You know, you get 100 for each the first time, and then you only get two for the subsequent ones. So, want them to keep churning out more. More more decorations are good. Pretty sure I already have 100. I hate you. No, <laughs> I like am. I'm crazy on the strong. I didn't think I was going to be, and I like I'm overboard on the strongholds. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I like the new stuff. It's gonna be, it'll be good. Kind of the ambiance for it. I like. I like the. I agree. Like the environmentally. I like all the green and all the plants, <laughs> and the lighting does look really good, and the waterfall. I like, I, I mean, I wouldn't do it, when, but when Toby put that little campfire by the inside waterfall, I thought that was kind of cute. Um, I will, I will buy it. And Zam, you said you were going to buy it too, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna be getting it for both our guilds as well. So yeah. Oh yeah, and that's expensive. What are the prices on that again? There's a total of over 40 mil from what I read somewhere. Yeah, it is a but considerable chunk know. of change for... Yeah. You, again, you can use cartel coins. That's probably what I'll do is... No, I'll, I'll go queue some more zones yeah. for, for testing, get my cartel coins, and then I'll turn around and spend more <laughs> on the new stronghold. So. Yeah. Right, because it's like, I think it's like 13, over 13 mil for the personal is what it is for personal. So, wow. Yeah. Which is not. They kept saying that it was going to be around the price of Narshadon Tatooine, and it's like, oh no, it's like another three million more. No, thirty percent more. No big deal, right? Yeah, our the guild's other debating on. Oh, sorry, our guild's debating on getting it because I think they said there was like twelve centerpiece hooks on it, which of course the ships only have one. So, 
That'll be fun. Quick question for you guys for as part of this discussion. Which stronghold are you guys going to deactivate in order to activate the Yavin one? That's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with Roman Koss because I, I like the light side. <laughs> um, <laughs> as Kevin knows, so gonna gonna have to to go with the you know the Jedi style you know I don't know what do you guys think oh I'm yeah. the opposite my yeah too course I which I think I spent what ten credits they had it on sale for once is the only reason I even have it yeah. <laughs> amen <laughs> I'll probably deactivate my Tatooine stronghold because I haven't put that much work into it so yeah I'll get rid of that. If they ever, I know I haven't ever done my Tatooine one, and it's because I don't have the sand crawler. So if they ever bring that back, I'll buy it and then decorate my Tatooine one. But mm. it just feels like it's missing that that part. Um, the other thing that they previewed on their dev stream was the Tagruta race. And this was, they previewed the one model, it was a female. They didn't have any more options available. Um, but they did say that they would be previewing them or kind of releasing them as they went out. So we shall see. Rumor has it that there was only one pattern, two skin colors, and one model available for the Togruta. <laughs> as of when they as of when they did the stream. Work in progress. Rumor has it. How uh, Why didn't they just take an Azera skin and throw it on? Seriously. <laughs> uh <laughs> Rumor has it that they're probably <laughs> different models. I'm curious, how how are they dealing with the the head pieces? Are they just like hoods, uh, other stuff like that? Like, what are they gonna do? Are they just gonna hide them, or? Uh, you want the the too long didn't read, or do you it's, want the? They're gonna handle like Twi'lek. How they handle Twi'lek, I thought. Uh, like and Mir out of everything. Off well, Twi'lek and Miraluka. Uh, the way the helms work, there's two classes of helms. There's masks and there's helmets. Masks work with Twi'leks and Miraluka without many problems. Sometimes they disable certain things, uh, certain attachments, but helmets are the ones that generally do not work with Twi'leks. So if it's a mask type, it's probably not going to work. Oh, sorry, if it's a mask type, it's probably going to work. If it's a helmet type, it's probably not. You might find a, a one somewhere that slips through the cracks that, that, that'll show up, but yeah, rumor has it that probably most hats won't work. Interesting. I guess no. we'll see how it, when it comes in. And they all said it was going to cost about the same amount as Cathar. Um, I don't have any Cathar characters because I'm too cheap. Probably so. a couple hundred cartel coins. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't, if if I have to buy it with cartel coins, I probably won't make a Tegruta person. But that's just me. What else are you going to spend your cartel coins on? Hypocrites. <laughs> Decorations. Decorations. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a silly question, minor. <laughs> silly I don't minor. Do, I don't alt. I don't know. Does anyone, any of you guys, going to make it to Gruder? Is anyone excited for it? Yeah, I might try one out. I'll be making one. Yeah. We level it to sixty, or will it sit at <laughs> some level twenty and never get played again? Though. <laughs> Forgotten uh, corner. All right. Um. Other things on the PTS, and this is probably more what they want, uh, because the Tagruta in Yavin Stronghold is not on the PTS. You can find the decorations at the vendor, but you can't actually test the race or the stronghold yet. So what they do want you to test on the PTS for 3.3 is the healing changes and all of the PvP 
changes that they are doing. Um, one of the changes is the PvP gear is being reduced. They're taking out ranked comms. There's only going to be Warzone comms. And there was like a really significant price reduction. I think, Kem, you have all that, right? Yes. Um, the prices have really gone down on it's they've been like almost 60% on some of the stuff so before like to get your main hand it was like 1250 comms and now it's down to 400 so what what it it's kind of easy cost just as much to get a rank set now as it did an unranked before so we're really going to be able to get a lot of gear and everything um, mods and enhancements they went from 400 comms down to 150 so like a match you can get new mods and enhancements for your things. Be fantastic. Yeah, so I've been holding on that. Also, um, some people don't realize, but a lot of the other PvP items are changing too. So like the custom hotball stand, the frog dog um, flags and rotworm flags, they're going down. Um, black orange crystals, black purple crystals. Um, the two pets that you buy for PvP, I was a little upset about that because now they're so cheap versus how much and how hard I'd work them before. Um, the lol, griffalol, lobelisk. Um, the, <laughs> the one war rider is only a thousand warzone comms now, which is really cheap because before it took ranked and everything. And of course we have the new chests now where for 99 warzone comms, you can buy a chest and send it to one of your alts and send them the comms, which is kind of what everybody was doing before with a little cheat, but now it's official thing. <laughs> uh, so they post. Yeah, I was gonna say they, yeah. they made an update today um, yeah. about the the legacy lockbox, and their new idea is to do three different versions of it: one that's a hundred war zones, one that's five hundred, and then one that's a thousand. So you'll be able to transfer from the looks of it. It might be it might be changed eventually, but um, up to a thousand comms per box, which is pretty cool. Some new tech or something they're adding. Maybe Miner knows more about that. Um, well, there used to be a limitation that you can only do like a stack, like ninety nine max. But um, containers can only hold ninety nine. Is mm -hmm. that's their limit? And so what they're doing is they're having an ability that'll grant it server side uh, for you rather than actually have the items in the box. Cool. Yeah, that'll be Rover good. has it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed to say that anymore. I have to like cut Miner off at a certain point. I'm excited just by the, the 200,000 cap too. Like that's an insane amount of comms. True. So you'll just never have to worry about being comm cap and then accidentally turning in that weekly and you're like, oh no, I just went over. Does anyone who One less thing in our inventory. One less thing in our inventory. We have to worry about two. Mm. That is nice. It's. I think it's nice that they kind of like listen to the community on this, and that's that's really what they did. They knew that everybody was really upset about taking away the comm transfer, and that you could still do it for PVE, and the PVPers were like, "What the actual hell?" So it's nice that they put it in and made it. What? It, how did? What did he call it? He called it like um. Dev approved, dev approved calm shuffle. So that's good. Do we think it's going to change? Do you think that it's the change that PVP needs to get oh, population in the door? Definitely. Like what? What the one metric they said it was like like two percent of the entire PVP community has full dark reaver right now. Did they say is... PVP community? I hate when they do those things because like I'm one and <laughs> like... maybe maybe it's not PVP. Maybe it's every player, which makes right, more sense, it's... but. Because like, like I when have... I go into Warzone, I expect at least like half the team to be full, like at least exhumed, but or full expertise or something. So, 
Um, I have to admit, I've been bad. <laughs> What's them? Yeah. I am the two, one of the two percent. So. Yeah, I am <laughs> I'm just excited I can finally get alts gear. I mean, it's a pain in the butt trying to get um, alts uh, leveled up or, or full full mm. geared out. So this is going to be a, amazing just to you know get tank set, DPS set, heal set real quick. So. If it wasn't yeah. 12x, you could level live <laughs> PvP, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too for the, the rewards. Like, you, you actually be able to get money, double, <laughs> what is it, times two credits and times two and XP. And XP, yeah, yep. they're so. upping mm -hmm. the XP on it too, so people can kind of do that more. Yeah, I've been using my rank to maybe kind of buy decorations instead of my other pieces of gear. <laughs> Might as well at this point. <laughs> So a few people were a bit, bit salty about the three to one conversion versus the one to one conversion. I don't know if you guys knew right about that, but because right now when you buy, if you're if you're converting regular comms to rank comms, it's a three to one. But mm -hmm. they said after they um, after three point three when they when they transfer everything, it's going to be a one to one conversion. So I don't I don't know exactly their reasoning behind that, um, but you know I, at least we'll be able to go over the limits. I don't know. You know. For for other things, whatever you use ranked comms for now. Oh, because wait, so you're gonna be able to? Well, like, let's I'm say confused. I have like two thousand ranked comms going into three point three. Mm -hmm. Those are gonna be converted in a one to one ratio back to Warzone oh, comms instead okay. of a three to one. So I mean, I'm gonna comp cap anyway and just deal with so it. To trade them in before. <laughs> before, yeah. Well, but then again, the the cost is gonna be so much better anyway. So you know, it's still like I don't know. Well, you can't trade them down at three one to three. It trades down as a one to one right now. Yeah. So mm. you can't cheese the system. Mm -hmm. oh. So it is better, still better to like maintain that full full cap of rent comms, have them converted, because the prices will be better anyway. So. Okay. Um. And they're also putting in that new ranked currency that'll be for buying the buying of ranked rewards oh the tokens yeah that's oh, the tokens, an interesting yeah. idea what are, you, what are your thoughts on that one the, in terms of the ranked rewards i personally i kind of like it i think that it's nice that correct me if i'm wrong but they, they're still doing a few tier specific rewards too in addition yes, right? they are. Yeah. yeah see that's the that's pretty much appeasing everybody you, you still have like mm. you know the people get gold tier still get their specific reward but then everyone else who maybe is really close to it or is just playing a bunch of matches but maybe isn't quite gold tier level, they can still get some good stuff too from, from just the token rewards. So I think it's cool. Do you think they're going to keep... Well, they said that the top 96 will receive a special, the top 96 special reward, the title, and then every reward for every other tier. So tier 1, 2, tier 3. Um, do we think that the thing that everybody always really wants, I think, is the mount, the tier one mount. So do we think that the tier one mount is going to be the un unlockable reward? Or do you think they're going to allow people to grind out those ranked tokens to get it? The way they phrased it, they said you could grind, but they said it would be incredibly difficult unless you got into yes. a higher tier. Like the way it made it sound was that, you know, someone who's just in the bronze tier the entire time is going to have no chance to, to get the, the mount, enough tokens to get the mount because mm. it's just the amount of tokens you get per match as a bronze and so on. It wasn't so like, like a high tier day. <laughs> yeah, it would be like queuing every single day of the week for like weeks on end to, to do that. But that's what PvPers do. That's like, that's all. Well, they, well, yeah, but 
by then they'd probably get into a higher tier if they're queuing that much okay. and they're that serious about it. So. I think I think it'll work out. They're usually pretty good with that kind of reward balance. But. I mean, I hope it does because like my server is dead for ranked, and I would I would love to do ranked, but there is no solo ranked on my server. So hopefully, and maybe because it is a PVE server, but it's apparently it's the only PVE server that doesn't have a ranked community. Uh, see, we've got two uh. special channels for for. PvPing like besides the the pre-built ones or pub PvP and in PvP and that's how mm -hmm. we get rank on. Someone will just say, hey, you know, Q and ranked, Q and Q, let's get it going, let's get rank popping, and then they you know tell the other side and it usually gets going. But it's, uh, I guess it depends on the server. So. Someone in chat mentioned the the 2018 expertise rating. I think that's uh, probably my favorite part of ranked uh, 3.3 coming up with. Oh yeah. Actually, I am uh, not happy about it. Actually, uh, you, you're not, it, not happy about it. But you don't I, have I'm, to if you queue as a group, though. Well, it's not that because everyone who's doing group ranked is mostly BIS. But like on my operative, operative is still the kind of like the favored PVP healer, I think, for ranked. Um, yes. And. I, I mean, I know I still do this, and I know some other ops will do this. You can't, you can't bolster at all. So if you have the old op step bonuses that give you the fifteen percent increased healing on um, your AOE, you can't use it. Like if you're, you cannot bolster for ranked anymore. Basically, yeah, I know some people that were doing like skank tanking. I don't know if you ever heard of that term. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're not happy because like some people actually do like a little bit of PVE stuff in there, or they use some tricksy pieces. Uh, you they're, can change your gear once you're in the war zone. You can. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That's you a pain. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, you can change your gear once you queued. Well, so you just have to have no matter what. It's gonna be so easy to get full 2018 posted. It is anyway, for sure. So it shouldn't be oh, yeah. a problem. Um, Skank tanking. That's a term I haven't heard <laughs> that's in a while. That's a Jay kind of term. You know, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's been around. Isn't around yet? It's been around, around yet. Yeah. 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 Good old. It was back because season one, it was like the worst for skank tank because you could still have like hybrid and stuff like that. Yeah. Season two, it was like the, the hybrid sage bubbles. We called that scumbag bubble spec. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they yeah. would do like uh, a deep Q is DPS, but they would have some healing stuff like in there yeah, we're back, back on the head got, trees so that's how i got tier one season one is like, oh yeah that's how all the sages did it they were just like no shame no shame no shame i have no shame about it i will admit that it happened <laughs> um all right so is that all the pvp changes everybody uh the last one was the aoe's i don't know if you talked about those all oh, right so yeah well so this is, I think, the big thing that they want, one of the big things that they want people to test on PTS. And it's a little bit of, there's a, the debate is, like, really polarizing. I think that either people totally think it's needed or, like, why the hell did they add this? Um, Zam, you, what do you think? You PvP. You're the PvPer. <laughs> um, I, I still have mixed feelings about this change. I mean... I don't know. I find it really easy on my Merc because I'll be healing like crazy. Then I'll see someone capping. It's easy for me to just use my little flurry of bolts AOE and just pew pew and then not have to worry about it. But I won't be able to do that anymore. So I'll have to try and actually target people and then heal because uh, you got your dumb DPS who just want to grind numbers and not paying attention to objectives half the time. So. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'll just 
have to wait for the PTS to be able to properly test it, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I think it's going to affect the classes that don't have AoE knockbacks uh, and stuns more than anything. Like, Sentinels aren't going to be able to stop caps by multiple t people. Wait, so you can AoE knockback? Yes, and that will interrupt the cap. Because you've See, got I the back. They never, I never heard the verification on that, so that's good. Well, capping isn't going to make you immune to getting knocked back. Right, right, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, so if you knock them back, does it, do they yeah. keep capping even if they're, no. like, knocked back out of range? I was thinking about this the other day, you're right, because I have, like, bubble, because I have, like, electrofinding. So if I, like, knock them out of range, you're sure, minor, you're just, like, you're guessing, though. No, like, I'm sure, could. because <laughs> okay. it's going to, you have to stand still to cast in this game, right? There's no ability that you no. can cast while moving unless it's specifically flagged to work that way. Yeah, like I lose my overload to stop people from capping sometimes, so that'll still right. work. Yeah, flashbang will work, yeah. overload will work, anything uh, okay. other than damage, other than AoE damage, just other than AoE damage. So I like say. smash, death field, force lightning, death from a, or lightning storm, death from above, orb strike. Yeah, if it's just AoE damage, that's not going to do it. Flyby is not the, whatever the other side, the... <laughs> The pansy side version of it. Isn't that what it's called? Orbital hug. <laughs> orbital hug, yeah. Orbital tickle. Orbital tickle. <laughs> maybe, maybe they could give orbital hug back to scoundrels and uh, operatives now. Yeah. If they're going to put the AOE change in, why not leave it in there with them? Hmm. Orbital hug coming back to scoundrels in 3.4. There you go. Um... I I think that it's like Void Star is the map that I think that it'll really make a difference on. Um, like I know that people AOE spam like with for Navari and Civil War, but it's really so easy to avoid the AOE spam on Navar if you just like go somewhere where it's not because it doesn't fill up the whole area. But like Civil or sorry Void Star is going to make a big difference. But the reasoning behind it, they kind of said, is that a lot of people are upset about stalled and drawn-out games. So do you guys see a lot of those? I don't see a lot of, like, drawn-out games where no one ever caps the node. Uh, that happens quite a lot on Harbinger, actually. You get the Does void it? stars that are just stay in the first room for the whole game. That's quite common. Because so. hmm. people love their number padding, so they just want to DPS and heal and get their high numbers, so yeah. Yeah, for me, it's like the most frustrating part is when you're when you have a, a team that's clearly outmatches the opponent, opposing team, but the opposing team might have like a class like a, a Sork or a Sage or something that can literally hold up an entire node from from just with their their force lightning spam or something. Like it shouldn't be one one person can can hold up you know five or six people on another team just to to stop a cap or something. Like that's the reason why. I kind of am interested to see how it plays out, but I, I, from what it sounds, I, I like the AOE change. I think it'll add a whole new um, uh, spin, yeah. I guess, on things. Too bad there isn't ranked Warzone 8v8s where it, it actually will affect something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, get on the PTS and test those things on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and earn yourself cool presents. Is it presents? No. 
Um, the other thing that is testable on the PTS, and I think something that is, you know, really pertinent to everybody that we have on today for the most part, <laughs> is the healing changes. So, Sorks, Sork Sages, Mercs, Commandos, Ops, Scoundrels are all getting healing changes. Um, two classes, I kind of feel like the Merc, Commando, Sork, or sorry, say Scoundrel, Op changes are like not that dramatic. Uh, Zam, if you want to talk about those, because that's your class. Yeah. Well, with some, I don't know. I just read the changes. It's like, oh, it's not really going to change that much mechanically about the class. It's just one of our heals is going to crit more. But yeah, so far, it's not too bad. But ideally, once I test it on, through PvP, I'll know for sure. But it looks, the changes are okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll just kind of go over the changes a little bit. So for Mercs and Commandos, Rapid Scan and Medical Probe are all going to be available at level 10 to everybody. Um, they, and they've kind of gone back and forth as far as giving the non-DPS Mercs, or sorry, the non-healing Mercs heals, right? Didn't they just yeah. take away heals from them last time? Yeah, they took away, at 3.0, they took away the Colte Bomb, Colte Missile, so they right. didn't have the AoE heal anymore. So that was the main thing they did. Oh, they have a single target one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but these kinds of, all these heal changes they're making, they almost it almost seems like they're trying to make all the healers very similar. Like, you know, yeah. back in the day, it, was, it seemed like each one had a unique flair to it and each a unique style of healing. And it mm -hmm. almost seems mm. like they're kind of taking away that uniqueness that, that was there for each uh, yeah. each class, I guess. I don't know what um, your guys' thoughts on that. but Yeah, they're all turning them into cookie cutters of each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's yeah. a lot of people have kind of complained about that when these changes kind of got talked about. And the last time, they initially had put, proposed a bunch of healing changes for the last, in the last PTS build. And then they kind of took them away and said, oh, no, we're not going to do that, but Sorks get increased Sorks barriers. And when that happened, I was like, okay, we're getting a nerf soon. Like, it's mm -hmm. happening. It's coming. They just don't want to upset us. They're like, they already upset the Marauders, so they only wanted to, like, alienate, like, one part of their player base without, like, doing all the healers do. Um, but, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying about how all the heals play about the same. They all have about the same amount of cast heals now and all about the same amount of instant heals as well. Um, do you think that play style for Merc and Commando healing is going to change at all, Sam? Or just... Not really. It's going to yeah. stay pretty much the same. The only thing is the the, um, the Colto shots getting... The healing's getting nerfed of that, which kind of sucks for PvP because it's great to have that sometimes crit for 3k when you're running around trying to kite people, but otherwise, yeah, this change is not going to do much, I don't think. How much energy do you get back from... Rapid yeah. Um, not that much. It's a little bit. So you gotta do quite a lot to get it back up, but it's alright. Something. Interesting. Um, who plays does anyone play operative heal? I've done it before. Oh. <laughs> so basically for operative heals, they um reduce the healing of diagnostic scan, which is your channel. And they want 
they all it's another class where they're trying to make it have more burst heals big burst heals um they increased the immediate healing by culto infusion and reduced the healing belt dealt by the hot after it and they also reduced the energy of culto probe to 10 down from 15 um good changes it is. They also added the quality of life change that allows diagnostic stand to be cast while moving, which was kind of like a big thing. Everybody kind of wants that to be um, a little bit more mobile because ops have been, they're almost less mobile than some of the other classes now, which is kind of an interesting development because they mm. should be the most mobile. But uh, Who do you think is the most mobile class after all these changes? I mean, do you, do you still think it's like the people with the roles or like, I mean, I look at a Sentinel now, you can spec into that 15% bonus. Then you have the transcendence. You can get 30% more, 50% transcendence for the Sentinel itself. Like, I feel like the freaking flash whenever I'm playing my Sentinel these days is going crazy ever, everywhere. I don't know. It's, uh... Yeah, it's... As far as, like, P... After the changes, I think that Op and Merc will probably be about equal again. Um, Sork's getting a huge mobility, mobility cut with the new changes. Um, I know, like, I, I tested it for a really long time yesterday, and I, th I think Kem's done some testing, too, of the Sork changes. But uh, we're Op and Merc were really, really kind of, like, easy changes, kind of like quality of life, just kind of doing what they want to do with healing, what the direction that they want healing to go. Um, but small changes, whereas they had to do, like, a complete... I, I feel like Sork really did get a complete rework. It plays a lot different. It's really, really clunky. That's my biggest complaint is the clunkiness to feel to it. I mean, like I play Sentinels Man too, but like you know, after some of these changes, it almost feels like there isn't a set rotation as much anymore. It's more like a circumstantial kind of thing, right? So, um, and I don't, I don't know if like healing ever has. I get what you're saying. Like healing does never have like a set rotation, like DPS or like you know, like threat generation does. Um, it's so dependent on what whatever else is happening in the raid, but. There, like, I, I was trying to figure out yesterday, like, there used to be for Sork a force positive rotation. So, like, when you cast this specific rotation, like, you were getting back more force than you're using. There isn't that, like, you gear's going to have to be completely redone because you're going to have to gear for crit. Because I just was getting, like, no innervate crits and, like, not having, I don't know, having to spend a second and a half to get back 30 force is really, really tough. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What did you think, yeah, Kim? I had a couple guildies um, talk to me about it. They were trying it out, too, and um, we seemed to agree it was a lot more like 2.0 was, where you really had to manage your force and that kind of thing, and you, you have to have those procs. If you don't have those procs, um, it's really going to hurt you. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just... You can you you can move. They changed it so, like with Innervate, you can cast it while you're moving, um, but I don't know if that that helps even because you still I don't know it's still hard to I, I felt like every two to three like heals I was casting I had to kind of like consume to keep my force okay and then like uh, with Sorry, um, break in, been, um, breaking news breaking, breaking news <laughs> Curse yeah. oh no got a yeah. brand new dev post up oh, okay. by All right. on these oh. changes <laughs> Yeah. Fresh off the presses. Consuming Darkness <laughs> now activates instantly, restoring 30 force up, 50 force up from 30, which is good. That's a significant amount because almost none of your heals were less than 30 force. 
Um, the healing component has been removed. That's fine because it only healed for like 160, which is not healing for anything. Um, and it says, the original design of the ability was never intended to provide significant healing. And by removing the healing component entirely, we are able to restore a greater amount of force. Well, that's kind of obvious. They should have done that in the first place, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody wanted 102 heal. Like, that was not, that doesn't help you, any. You didn't need a heal. <laughs> yeah. Take the heal off a diagnostic <laughs> Just make it return energy. Well, you're, that's two different classes now. Mine are talking about <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> Come on. What about dirty fighting? I'm just, I'm just joking. Says, joking. Go. The revivication effect of force surge now causes you to consume 10 less force per charge along with the uh, original additional effects. So for reviv, based on the amount of stacks that you have up to three, it will reduce the cost time and reduce the force. Um, that's interesting because Resurge used to reduce the force of it. So interesting. Um, it says that they want to improve the viability of revivication, and that's probably good because based on the testing that I did the other day, I was not going to cast any revivifications because the force cost was too great to justify the the really crappy healing that you got from it. Because like it only crits for a thousand. So it, they only increased the heal on revivification by like 50, which isn't actually a significant increase. Um, what are the other changes? The consuming darkness effect of force surge has been redesigned. Consuming darkness restores an additional 10 force and consumes one charge of force surge. So you can... Oh, this is nice because how it played before is if you had one, two, or three stacks, it consumed them all when you cons when you crushing when you consumed. So now you can control how many of them that you use, like the old one. So it's back to a single charge per. That's that's a good change. Yeah. Because it did when I was playing it, it did feel really weird that it consumed all the charges, and it was like, well, what if I only want to use a little bit? So um, that's really good that they are really listening to everybody's kind of feedback on it and making it a little better uh, hopefully and now it doesn't look like it's such a play style difference it kind of looks like it they've reached a little bit better of a happy medium of what they want to do versus how the players wanted to play so that's interesting yeah. potato made a good point these are most of what uh, keyboard ninja suggested these changes and i definitely agree these are these are much better much better than, than before I agree. I was gonna give up my Sork, but with that, if it if it if they keep it like that, that's totally manageable, um, and I think accomplishes the force issue that they had. And also, because I actually thought it was really annoying that you even if you can, I like that when you consume without a stack, you got like the negative force regen debuff. Like I always felt that that was like a really interesting aspect of Sork play that you really had to manage that yourself. So I was really sad that they took it out, but. We shall see. They don't like punishing people for stuff. Okay. <laughs> for not being bad. Um, anything else? Has anyone else done anything with 3.3 on PTS that they're excited for? What's more? I don't think we covered most of it. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's just, uh, just a matter of time, I guess. So I, I can't get here soon enough. Those are those are a lot of quality of life changes, mm -hmm. especially that just are. I think they'll really revitalize the PvP community as a whole. So. And the date for 3.3 .3 to go live is July... 24th. 20... Is it 1st or 4th? I can't remember. 
24th. Somewhere late July. Is it a Tuesday or a Friday? If it's a Tuesday, it's the 21st. If it's a Friday, it's the 24th. It's got to be a Tuesday. Well, you say that. <laughs> they've yeah, done that soon. to us before. <laughs> so, rumor has it. So this is our cleverly worded title for a section of something else that we're going to just call Rumor Has It. And our rumor has it for this week is... Rumor has it that the Season 5 top player titles are Champion of the Advanced Class, i.e. Um, Zam Zam, Champion of the Commandos. Uh, the new, there are two new Conquest events, the Recruitment Initiative and the Power of the Fourth, Force. And the Season 5 Ranked Colored Crystal is Gold Outline. Fancy. The PvP color crystals. Cool beans with that stuff. Do we know anything about um, what planets are available on those conquest events, or do they has that been announced yet? That has not been announced. It is just a rumor, so they can't announce <laughs> it. Rumor has it that that info might be leaked out later today. <laughs> gotcha. Really? Okay. Yeah. Rumor has it. I'm still waiting for my my uh, Revenge of the Revenites to come back. I, don't, you know, I want to get my Rishi going and finish the planet system. Rumor has so it for the title, I, Conqueror of Rishi. I may update the spreadsheet since we don't have the, the conquest thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We got a little widget. It's on the sidebar. The Swatter calendar sidebar. There's events we and conquests. We do. I like that. On Torcom, on the right side, there is that widget, and there is the... Um, you can switch through, and there's the conquest calendar, and then just, like, the event calendar, so... Uh, okay. Rumor <laughs> has it, there may be a calendar which operations will be available to run for the group binder on which days of the week, shortly, somewhere available on the internet. Cool. I'm about to add that to the, the little tab thing. Yeah. That'd be a nice little, little addition. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Fleetwood Mac rumors. All right, so the, before we, one last thing for the show and something that we want to do kind of for every show starting out from now on is guild spotlights. And so these are always really great opportunities for kind of just like everyone to see kind of the different way that people run guilds, kind of get ideas for their own guild. If you're looking for a guild on a certain server, it's a great way to find a guild. And it's also a really great way for guilds to, you know, recruit if they're looking for certain spots or roles to be played. So, our first guild to be spotlighted is... Go. Um, my guild <laughs> is the spotlight this week. Um, my guild on the Harbinger is a cross-faction APAC guild called Corvus. We have been around since the APAC server launched back in March 2012, so we've been going for well over three years now. So we do a bit of everything. We have PV, PvE, PvP. We've just um, made quite a few changes with the guild recently, hence our new recruitment drive. We've got events scheduled quite frequently, and yeah, like I said, we're an APAC guild, so we're mostly Aussies and Kiwis, but... We do have America players, like the late night owl ones, and yeah, we've got a bit of variety and stuff, so we're a fun bunch. <laughs> so you do PvE and PvP, right? Yeah, we do both, yeah. And occasionally we'll do Conquest as well. 
if someone was looking for to join your guild, what would be the best way for them to uh, contact you? Um, um, our guild website. Um, to our guild website is tokovis.engine.com. That's probably the best way to do that. Or you can contact one of my teams in game, Zami or Zmei. So yeah. <laughs> Are you looking for any, like, roles in particular, or are you just whoever and anybody can join? Um, we're not looking for any particular roles at the moment, because our Republic progression team's pretty, you know, we've got the roles set for that at the moment. So we're happy to bring in anybody at the moment who wants, you know, to come along <laughs> cool. and join in the fun. Are you a mean GM or a nice GM? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm nice. Maybe. I only ask when no Kevin. So you gotta like, figure out which of you can just ask Chad. They'll tell you about it. Uh, speaking of the engine, you, you said you were hosting an engine. That reminds me of, um, I guess, of an announcement in case you guys weren't aware yet. Um, so Miner did a lot of work on creating these all really awesome Swatter tooltips with the rest of the team. And Engine has officially embedded them by default on every single Star Wars website on, that's hosted by Engine. So if you guys have a, a guild a host on there, you are good to go. Use our tooltips out of the box already. So Just there's a, a link to... yeah. I'll, I'll put I'll put the, the info page. It explains how to use them. But they're they're really cool. I, I urge you guys to check them out. Um, so far, miners got uh, abilities, items, missions, um, schematics are all in there. I think NPCs are still on the way, but. Um, Localized <laughs> items are, are done, but they're oh, waiting we... on the new server to be deployed. So. Oh, yeah, I guess we could comment on that, too, before we go. Um, we bought a new server for Tor Community, and we're putting the finishing touches on it. It's roughly twice as fast, I guess, in loading pages. So uh, definitely something to look forward to. You'll, you'll have wicked fast uh, page loads for all our stuff. So... Really excited about that. We're just waiting for Panther to finish a few things, few few bugs to iron out with the new system, but should be relatively soon. Next within the next week or so, I'd say we'll go live with that. So, yeah. Anything else on Torcom new this week? Kind of to close out the show. Anyone else have I? What is everybody's to do wait list for this week? Oh, <laughs> it's longer than my arm. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, cool. I guess we'll start. With, I guess Cam, what you're working on. Yeah, well, I'm thinking I pretty much have the next pack already to go and everything, so I'm. they should be out, like, any time. So maybe that'll come out tomorrow, and we'll see. Um, but it's all ready to go. All the pictures are up, everything, um, except for a couple of things, all the decorations. So that's pretty much ready to go, but I'm just waiting for it to come out. So hopefully that does come out maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We just have to wait and see. Um, I've started working on the armor pages because that's like my favorite thing to do, and I'm really far behind on that. Yeah. So uh, I've started cranking on those a little bit too. Of course, there's always more stuff to keep up. Plus, um, rumor has it <laughs> there's going to be like uh, a nightlife pack that includes both the former packs. So I've been kind of going through some of that old information and updating it a little bit as well. Cool. Uh, I guess for me, uh, I'm quite busy as well. Um, I just spent a few hours the, earlier this week doing this. I just put the link in chat. It's a it's a Swatter storyline graphic. I saw a post on Reddit that had an image that was a kind of showed the the progression of the story for Star Wars. 
And I had been working on that a couple months ago, and I kind of shelved it for a while. And I was like, you know what? I guess it's time to go finish this up. So we took uh, pictures of the planets from in-game and a couple names, other other graphics from, from the Star Wars UI. And then I, I did some, some fancy line connecting with jQuery to, to get this progression. So it's still still a few things you got to add to it. But if you want to scroll through the, the, the different storyline, what order to do things in, um, that's the official canon, I guess, for the game. So I spent some time doing that. Also still working with Miner on other database stuff, and one of the, the main things I want to get added soon is uh, the um, character profiler, profile builder. So we have, I don't, I can't show a mock-up yet, I, I, I try to take a picture, but it's, like uh, it's AMR, really... Like AMR, this is what we mean, right? Yeah, like, like a replacement yeah. for the old AMR character builder. Um, I've got the UI almost 100% finished. Uh, I'm just waiting on UC and a few others to help me uh, get the code working for that. The, connecting it with Miner's database is going to be a little tricky, but <laughs> um, the idea is you'll then be able to pick, you know, pick gear for your character. It'll, it'll output the stats for it, and then one feature we're going to add, hopefully, is uh, suggested stat changes. So if you're running too much crit or something, or too much, you know, defense or something for one fight, then it'll suggest like, hey based on Keyboard Ninja's tanking numbers, you're going to want to lower your defense a bit for this fight or add Absorb, you know, stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that one. That should be a real real fun feature to, to add in. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff I'm working on too, but we won't get into the details with uh, some of that stuff. But yeah. What about you, uh, Sam? You've been working on stuff. I've been noticing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stuff. um... I'm helping Hayward with World Blast guides at the moment. I need to get back to doing those. I've just had lots of guild stuff happening that I've been working on, but I'll be able to get back into finishing the World Blast guides and we'll be able to publish those. But it's been really hard because I haven't done half of the World Blasters properly since Pro 2.0, so it's like, uh, mechanics? There's mechanics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually did mechanics? Yeah. Do you have to do yeah. mechanics? <laughs> we have to show yeah, what they no. are, I guess, if you're like oh, level 15 okay. trying like, to kill yeah, SDO yeah, or something. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm trying to figure it out, but yeah, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> that's been fun, going to different planets and killing world bosses again. So, uh, yeah. It's something we're just in general, we're trying to fill in a lot of the gaps for a lot of the older content, and, you know, mm. eventually class guides, other stuff like that we're missing, we want to kind of mm, yeah. fill in the gaps with the missing parts of the site, so... Work in progress. Soon. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. I'm so over sandwiches <laughs> and Kai's like, and can't even stand it anymore. Um, All right. Well, thanks everybody who came by and like so much support. Thanks everybody, honestly, for coming and watching the first episode of this. Um, make Still sure. Sorry, I was just saying, there's a lot of a lot of things. This is our first time doing this, so, you know. We threw the overlays together today, among other things. And, <laughs> you know, we're we're trying to make it good. So, be feedback's kind. appreciated. So. Right, feedback is appreciated, but be kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can again, you can make sure to check out tourcommunity.com if you don't already. Follow Tour Community on Twitter at Tour Community and on Facebook at The Old Republic Community. Uh, we'll put this out as just the audio podcast at some point, probably in the next couple of days, and kind of get all that set up. Kem, um, if you want to let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, if they have any questions <laughs> or suggestions. 
Um, for me, um, actually most of it's, it's uh, Camila at tourcommunity.com. Um, you can drop it there also. Um, you know, I'm in game all the time. I run Hail Scribs, so a lot of people see me in game and everything. And I'm looking for good ideas always with the pictures and stuff and new stuff. I know my guildies really help me out a lot with that. So, Hayward. Yep, you can find me uh, Hayward at tourcommunity.com. I just posted my, my Twitter in the chat. It's uh, the It Factor. It's playing my name. But um, yeah, I'm also on Jedi Covenant, mostly pub side. Uh, working as intended is my guild. And, you know, it's a feature, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, there you go. Sam, Sam? Um, you can find me on Twitter at rage underscore games, and I have my own blog called zamzamsets.com. So those are the main places to find me. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at maybebuzz. Or you can email me at maybebuzzes.gmail.com if you have any, if you want to be on a guild spotlight, or if you have something you want to say, or have any comments, or you think we're suck and want to tell us, or if you think <laughs> we're awesome and you want to tell us. So. The salt must uh, flow. Salt must. The holds barred. <laughs> be honest. <laughs> So, again, thanks so much for everybody who came by and watched this. We will actually, next week, kind of the, the pod, way we're going to do these podcast things is every, we will do a podcast every week. One will be more kind of PvE-minded, um, and one will be more PvP-minded. The little PvP one is probably rated R, whereas this is more PG-13 also. So, <laughs> look forward to that. Uh, this is Kefis Cast. And we're out. <laughs> Doodles. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>